Welcome to Kumi Podcast, episode 15. Uh, we got our host over here, James. Uh, how's it going, man? I'm great, dude. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course, man. Here's some fake claps for you, man. Woo! If I can... Oh, no. They don't want to come on. All right. I guess you're not getting to fake claps today, man. Oh, it's oh, not working. Though. I don't think it's... Oh, because I think I changed the soundboard. Will you give me a second? We're going to get... Oh, now that makes a lot more sense. Here we go. Fake claps for you, man. I call them oh, iCarly claps, but you know. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, uh, I gotta get one of those. That's great. I would, I would just play that all day. <laughs> we, we have to actually add more sounds because I know you could put like nine on there. So we just gotta like go in the lab and get some. Yeah, you'll probably have like the more you do this, you'll probably have like drops. You know. Of, yeah. Uh, saying something or, or, or guest saying something or just you know something in the news. Like I know Jared Freed has a podcast and he has like. Trump, a Trump sound fight where it's just Trump going like, get out of here. All right, all right, give me a sec. I, I, I got to hit the intro music for us because like, it's like a thing that we do now. <laughs> so yeah, uh, like, mad, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing anymore. All right, I'm just going to hit the intro music right now. Back again with James. We didn't say who James was. James is a comedian based out of New York. Yeah, so. uh, I ripped this off his uh, his own page. James, uh, how do you say your last name? Camacho. Camacho is a website. It says that James is a New York City-based comedian via New Jersey. We're from New Jersey, too, so that's pretty dope. Uh, James right. is an only child that grew up with a Chinese mom and a Puerto Rican dad. And he has... Did you write all this? Like, I'm, like, reading this, like, off, and I'm like, did you write all this? Because it sounds like... I don't know. I think I wrote some of it, and then some of it was like... There was someone that wrote a really detailed article about about my comedy, and I, I think I just copy and pasted a lot of the shit that she wrote. Yeah, because they said that you did like an appearance on Kevin Hart's LOL Network, uh, Kevin Can Wait, and then like a whole bunch of stuff with like a crime to remember on ID channel yeah. and a whole bunch of stuff. I, I added that in, the, the credits, but like the, like the, the detailed stuff about me... I think I just ripped off someone's uh, article. Mm. <laughs> it's so eloquently written, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it sounded really cool. But um, I wanted to point out the one tweet that you literally posted at eleven twenty three about your uh, your cat. I was like wondering because oh, yeah. you said can tune is like acid to my cat. Subway tune is swag. Can you like explain yeah. why that's swag? <laughs> oh, I don't know. If you, so subway, subway. Uh, there's like this thing that's come out about subway mm. that their tuna is not real tuna. So these, someone like literally bought like a hundred pounds, something like that of uh, Subway sandwiches, tuna sandwiches, mm -hmm. and he sent it to the lab and the, the result was like, it's not real tuna. Like there's no tuna in it. Mm -hmm. So it's the whole thing on social media. So yeah, I get it. I, I, a lot of times when I tweet, I just go in the, I go in the what's trending column Yeah. and I tweet out a jokes i see about that so basically like you know i don't know if you guys have cats or no but cats are like i have a dog cats eat see when cats eat tuna or they smell tuna it's like an acid trip for them like they, they, it starts going like i'll open up a, a can of tuna here and my cat will literally be like on one side of the house and she'll like fly to the fucking kitchen <laughs> and, like like go face first into the wall you know <laughs> Like, like they go really crazy. They start screaming and like it's a literally like an acid trip. I tweeted out like you know real tuna is like an acid trip, but then like tuna from Subway is like swag, which is like shitty, uh, shitty weed. Uh, that's pretty cool. I, I mean, don't think it did well, but uh, that's kind of the idea there. So I I looked online and it said that you're uh, you, like you graduated from Rutgers. Uh, I don't know if you got a degree in journalism or not, but. Uh, I mean, I'm a, I'm a journalism major too, but you know, I'm trying to do social media and stuff, so that's why I'm like asking yeah, you. Yeah, I, I actually, uh, when I went to college, I was gonna do like economics or whatever. The, I didn't even know. I was, dude, I didn't give a shit about anything when I was uh, in college. I just wanted to like get drunk and like get laid. <laughs> but at some point, it's like 
you know, everyone around you starts figuring out what they want to do, you know? And your parents are kind of, like, like, I remember I was, like, in my second year. Uh, I had, like, no major declared. I was just taking whatever course, courses and, like... To get it happens, it happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't regret it, but uh, I didn't even know how to college email until, like, after my first semester. So I remember I didn't even know I had my own at Rutgers.edu email. And I remember, like, I found out in, like, my second semester, I looked on it, and there was, like, all these emails of, like, course homework tests like <laughs> announcements for teachers i'm like oh that's why i fucking failed <laughs> Jesus. um so yeah i uh i just started um what was what was i trying to, oh so i actually journalism for me was kind of like my i wanted to definitely do something in arts so i i kind of looked at journalism first as a major yeah that's what so i did like, too yeah, I really wanted to dip my toes into acting and, and, and writing, but I thought if I did journalism, that might sound a little more respectable to my, my parents and other people. And then hmm. I tried that for like a semester, and then I was like, fuck it. I just started doing um, acting classes and shit, and then I just went theater and uh, English. So yeah, um, I would like to say, uh, since you wrote screenplay and stuff, how did that transition to you starting to write comedy? Like, wh why did you decide comedy was like a thing for you? So basically everything I wrote was comedy, like every screenplay, like every short story. I mean, I used to draw comic books as a kid. Um, I like literally get like, I would just take all the computer paper from my printer. My parents would be so pissed. I would take the whole cartilage and just fold them and just draw comic books, like staple them to the sides and yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just make my own uh, shit. When I was in, um, High school, I would just write. I would. I loved like uh, taking like creative writing classes because I would, just, you know, we all have a journal. I would write stories in it. Everything was comedy. Everything was just just dumb, silly, absurd. And eventually, um, you know, you you start writing comedy, like screenplays and short stories. You start, you know, eventually stand up, kind of like you kind of cross paths. Mm, you know, yeah. In that realm. And I was like, I should try that, you know. And then I did it, and it just was like a thing that like. I, w I don't know if there was like a, a click where I was like, this is it. Oh my God, I found it. Um, it was more like, it was more like, yeah, like I want this is, this makes sense. Like I just did it and I did it again. And then it just got to the point where I was like, I'm doing it every, every night. Cause I'm writing stuff and then I'm like finding out it's funny, like immediately. So yeah. I always thought that was like very um, satisfying. Cause when you write a screenplay, I mean, my screenplay is in my uh, shelf. You know, in my in my yeah. desk right there, like two people have read it in the last been like fifteen years, you know. So it's uh, I like you know getting my stuff seen. Mm. I think that's what kind of what it was, and now now I'm just like obsessed with it, you know. Now, I, now you know, obviously. Cause I do, have you written you know, any more screen screenplays since then, or like have you just been writing jokes this whole time? Yeah, it's just been jokes, man. I wrote like four or five screenplays. There was, I think I wrote four like full movie ones. Then I was in the middle of the fifth one. I got to like page 90 and I just stopped. You just said, fuck yeah. it. I don't want to do this. I don't know. I guess it wasn't. I just maybe if, I don't think I had an ending to the story. So I just wrote to a point and I didn't have an ending. I mm. think I remember it being like a dumb and dumber type of deal. It was like a like buddies on a road trip kind of kind of thing. I just didn't have an ending. I don't know where the fuck it is now, but I have. Um, yeah. When I started doing comedy, it just became jokes, 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 and it's it's tough uh, for me to write shit. I know I'm supposed to. Mm -hmm. I've, written, I've written like some pilots, but it's tough. I just uh, you know, I should do it. I should be more. I should try to submit to festivals and shit too. Like that. yeah, that'd be pretty dope if you do. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know, but I don't have to drive though. Like I definitely. It's weird because I started out like just screenplays and shit. Mm -hmm. and now it's definitely more just like oh, I just want to like perform like mm -hmm. i want to write my own shit and perform my own shit i don't like, want to write anything I, i'm just wondering what kind of comedy do you do for like the people that don't know like do you do like one like one-liners dark humor like do you do like go for like the punchline uh yeah it's very pu it's punchy it's not one-liners but it's, it's 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 like punchy storytelling in a way where mm -hmm. I like I like open up with like I am Chinese and Puerto Rican, and then there'll be like a bunch of jokes 
after that, you know? It's like if you meet someone, like, hey, my name's James, and then, oh, well, tell me about yourself. I'm this, and then instead of, like, naming the things I am, like Chinese Puerto Rican from New Jersey, I just start going to giant chunks of bits. Like, I, I mm. kind of, like, start explaining what I am. And then I have a couple, like, uh, my whole act is basically, I'm this, and then talking about getting laid for, the, like, the next the other half <laughs> yeah that, that part always cut you know it, you gotta have some of that in there you know you know i might well, honestly everyone, yeah, yeah everyone's trying to get laid so it's, so it's, it's relatable yeah. I, I might show some clips about you like talking about getting laid like on the podcast somewhere somehow yeah you don't mind, please you know? yeah i got a girlfriend now but she'll love us uh, she'll love to hear that the dating nice how long has this been going on three months going on three months oh, dating happened <laughs> <laughs> What? Yeah. On PlayStation? <laughs> you gotta be shitting me. How? On Fortnite? How old are you two? You're 18? Is this is how people are meeting now? On fucking Fortnite? That's why these kids want fucking Xboxes so bad. They want to get laid. Holy shit. <laughs> Good so for you, man. So yeah, I know you've been writing, you do comedy. Have you ever tried to act or... Or, you know, tried to get into that space? Probably, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I do, uh... Um, I've taken a bunch of acting classes. Mm -hmm. I've, um... I used to audition a lot. I don't know if it's times we're living in, or I'm just not getting anything now, but I used to mm -hmm. audition, like, two, three times a week for shit, like... Like, anywhere from commercials to, like, Blue Blood, Blacklist, um... There's some Netflix show. I forget what the fucking name is. But oh, I you, for, like, you would go for everything. But yeah, yeah, like... Show time, like just just pretty big. Like I've auditioned for pretty uh, big things, but um, I'm not a great actor. I've taken a lot of acting classes. Acting's really um, it's a it's it's, it's tough for mm -hmm. me because I'm very like um, I'm not an emotionally like open guy. Like yeah. I'm definitely like, jokey and like I deflect a lot. And acting's about really letting things in, you know. Yeah. And I have like a. I can be funny. I can be a, like I can play like kind of characters, but when it turns in terms of being like serious or like the hardest thing is the acting is basically being yourself, but then saying the lines. Yeah. And memorizing the lines and then being yourself is like the hardest thing because I'm memorizing, so I'm just trying to get the lines right, but then I have to like be myself. You have to basically pretend like you're just saying the words out of nowhere, mm. which is so hard so and, and it, it's a whole skill it's a whole mind fuck thing there's there's these techniques like meisner and stanislavski that are just like i used to take acting classes and i would get like headaches after you know yeah because it's really um it's, it's it's a lot of emotional and mental uh strain you know um and i'm just not i'm not i had a really uh i didn't have i didn't have like a emotional childhood i was very like everything was contained a lot yeah a lot yeah, more like, foreign ones kind of are like that. They have like, kind of like, you're not supposed to be too emotional about things. You're not supposed to go to your yeah. parents with every single, you know, issue. So I know a lot of that Dude, is. It, and it's, 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 uh, it's kind of sad because like, I, you know, I, I started going to therapy and like, I live in this, we live in this generation now where you talk about your feelings. Yeah. And whole, like, talk about your emotions, Tian. No. I do. I know, David. I'm sad. I know, David. Like, good for you. <laughs> and the whole generation before us is like, 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 shut up, like, like, oh God, just who gives a fuck about your sorrows, you know? Anxiety, yeah, like, yeah. I fucking work with my hands, you know. So my parents, like, my mom will ask me sometimes how I'm doing, and if I'm not doing well, I'll like test her. I'll be like, I, I don't feel great, and she goes, cool, you know, like, and there's no like how. What's going yeah, there's, on, yeah. there's nothing after. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's just like I might as well have said like I, I. Uh, I hate, like, I want to kill myself. She's like, that's nice. Like, uh, all right. Like, and it's not like she's not a bitch or anything. It's just like, that's, they, they don't have that. Like, yeah, that, yeah. Asian first generation. They just, my dad too. They just don't have that thing where they're like, oh, sit down and tell me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, what's the word I'm trying to look for? But yeah, they can't like, they can't just be in, in the perspective of someone. They're not empathetic. You know what I mean? So right they just they just didn't grow up like that yeah like we all are now now like i mean the thing i say to my girlfriend all the time is like i i you know i know where you're coming from you know i, I i've seen like see it from my perspective like you just 
hear that shit all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm here for you. I'll, I'll, I'll always be there for you. It's okay. Right, 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 right. Relax. And it's funny because this is a very, I feel like this is a very New York, um, you know, growing up kind of like now thing. And then sometimes you go to like, like I, you know, I go on the road all the time and like I interact with people that are just, they're still not like that, you know, and they think we're, we're, uh, we're fucking fruit cups. <laughs> we're talking about our feelings and like, um, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah. So I'm just going to dive into this. Uh, yeah. have you always thought you've been funny or like ever since like high school, like back in the day, like you thought you were like a funny guy and just decided comedy was like, or like writing jokes is going to be a thing for you, like in the future. I thought, I think, I don't know if it was, I was funny. I definitely think I always felt like I had something to tell, like mm. a story to tell. And, and sh- to share with people. I don't know if it was funny, but I just felt like, maybe because in my life at home, I didn't feel like I was being, uh, I don't wanna say heard, but like understood. Yeah. You know, I've always felt like I, I, I gotta get my thoughts and my feelings out to people. But if they're not your family or your friends, how could they possibly give a fuck, you know? Yeah. So that was kind of my, um, I think that's where, I don't know if it was funny but i i think it was a uh, kind of wanting to be heard and understood you know yeah like, like i told i told you my parents mom i don't feel good all right you want dinner now it's like so there's not there, there's no like expression of how i you know how i mm. feel <laughs> uh, so i think that, i think that's where it is and like you know the easiest way to get people to listen to you is to joke about yourself you know yeah of course yeah so in terms of when you started doing comedy what was like the first like show or experience that made you be like i think i'm like pretty good at this or like it was something you you should really like pursue now yeah i was about to ask that but you beat me to it like like professionally not like like yeah like professionally professionally or like really consistently oh wait you're you're considered like a professional comedian now compared to like how does how do you like differentiate that between like an average comedian just answer that first, uh, and then you just like cut to him. Yeah. To me, it's like you're a professional comic if like you. It's your source of income. Like, mm. if if you have a day job, I mean, if you have a day job and you're making money doing comedy, because there's a lot of people like that. Yeah. I can see you're a professional comic, but it doesn't sound right, you know. Like, yeah. Like, there are people at my level that are like they still have their day job, you know, or their moving company, which is which is fine but then they are working comics per se but i think i think you're like a professional professional comic when it's just like it's all it's like i am a comic like i i there's nothing else like i do yeah like i don't do anything else for money which is it's it sounds like it's cool but it's actually really uh, stupid that sounds like uh, a painstaking thing it's like if you don't get the money then that's it you're fucked absolutely yeah like it's 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 horrific it's it's terrifying like i had a really fun month this month i had a lot of gigs and i I, like if i was making the money weekly i was making this month the whole year for the rest of my life i would be fine i'd be good you know but then i look at next month i'm like all right well it's not as busy you know it's when you look at august and like you're like oh that's not busy either either so it's uh it's very stressful but you know if you have like a regular job or anything like like um, you don't have to worry. I, I'm just trying to get to a point where I don't have to worry about, like, I just want to do the gigs, um, mm-hmm. for money, but also for fun. That's why, I like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, like, start to dip into, like, Patreon to see if I can make money from that. Also, like, little things, like, um, do you have, like, a YouTube? Yeah, well, I don't do you. I should get into that. I hear you can make some good money on YouTube, but TikTok, yeah. I make some money off of. Um, I have some like like voiceover things I do. I I um I did a commercial like before the pandemic that's still paying me. Um, I guess they're still airing it, but like that's like that can end any time, you know. So yeah. it's a lot of like income from like weird places. Like sometimes I sell I sell uh, sneakers on the on the like, on the back, but that's also not consistent either. Mm. Um, it's a hustle. It's really a hustle. Like I'm I am a hustler. Like I'm not doing anything on the books or anything. It's just kind of like trying to get money in crazy ways, you know. Mm-hmm. Of course, man. 
Yeah, but but I think to answer your question, when did I feel professionally? It's like, mm-hmm. like I I don't think I ever had like a like a this is the moment. Yeah, I think it was just like I kept doing it and doing it. Then it got to the point where it's like, all right, like you know, like, I'm doing open mics, but I want to do real shows. Mm-hmm. How do I get into real shows? Did that. I'm doing real shows, uh, but I'm doing only five seven minutes. How can I get more time? Oh, ho! And that started to pay. And then I think there was just the, I think it's, it was just a natural transition from like, all right, I, I need, they need to get paid all the time. Like, is it worth it for me? Mm-hmm. Kind of like my worth, my, my worth of like, are you going to, going doing this open mic and spending $5? Am I going to get anything out of that? You know? No, like I, that's yeah. kind of, I have more enough book paid stuff instead of like me paying for shit. Um, and I kind of just comes from there and then it becomes like, you know, I, okay, here, I got it. Sorry. This is, this is all over the place, but <laughs> oh, the, no moment where I really, the moment, the moment was had nothing to do with comedy or a show. It's when I moved to the city. Okay. So I left my parents' house at like 24, 20, maybe 25. I don't really remember. 20, something like that. And I just got a really shitty place in the city. I was making some money doing comedy, like, and seeing featuring here and there just low money i got a really shitty place in the mm-hmm. city didn't have my own bathroom and my goal was to like make this amount of money a month i'm telling you a very small shitty amount of money it, it, yeah. nothing i just wanted to leave my parents house and just do comedy so that was kind of when like this is my profession this is how i eat mm-hmm. and stay in this place is making this exact amount of money from comedy which I was able to do. And then, you know, things just get more after that, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, I got a, a nice, a, another place and I lived in my, now I live with my girlfriend and having a fucking girlfriend is um, expensive, you know, talking to her like she's a fuck. Yeah, we, we oh, understand that. <laughs> but it is, yeah. yeah, it's a lot, you have to do a lot of expenses you didn't think you would have to, you know. Go out drinking, you know, anytime you're out and she doesn't feel, she just doesn't feel like, reaching into her wallet you just gotta pay you know uh, um, going out to fancy dinners you yeah. know um taking her out on vacation and shit you know you're um, just expressively saying stuff i she's not in the room right she's what i said she's not in the room right because like you're just talking so freely you're like no, she's not here. She's oh okay that's pretty she's pretty cool she i think she would find it um you find it funny no no i'm playing that no i understand girls they're they're a handful to to juggle yeah my the thing about my girlfriend that that i like about her she's like she's not too girly she's Mm -hmm. i don't say she's a tomboy but like she's got like she's got a sense of humor and she's like um like the one thing you hear from a lot of comedians that complain about their girlfriends like they Mm -hmm. get mad that they're not around all the time or they got to cancel something last minute because a gig came up yeah my girlfriend's like you you cancel whatever um you know i i I'm, your career comes first like i totally understand you're gone all the time um because she's she's a phd student so she's got her own like dreams yeah know? so she's busy too so it's not like you know she's just like doing yeah it's nothing. not like she's like sitting on the side doing nothing like he said exactly yeah yeah she's not um like i'm not like just the most i mean maybe i am the most important thing but like also her career is like very important to her too mm. you know it's, it's that's a big deal i hear a lot of comics they oh she got so mad at me because i'm not home on some saturday just like going through this night. thank god i'm not going through that you know? <laughs> uh yeah. i'm just wondering have you ever been booed off stage at all no, not like classically, like boo, like the whole crowd is, and then throwing the throwing tomatoes at me. Not like that. <laughs> I like I have, the... Yeah, no, no, nothing like that. There was one time I was at this like uh, cafe, and I, I I tried. I was a joke. I never worked but about something about blind people or something. Mm-hmm. Joke about blind people. And <laughs> some fucking Jersey like like roided out Guido was like. My friend's blind. That's not fucking funny. And I was just like, dude, it's a fucking joke, man. Like, what the fuck are you getting mad about? And then yeah. he started, like, doing But just by himself, <laughs> you know. Um, and then, like, yeah, it was, it was awkward. But, no, i never been, like, booed. Um, like, Apollo booed. I've never been Apollo booed. Uh, so when you were, what, what did you do to start getting better with, with hecklers and handling that? 
what was like the things you did in the beginning and where you are now dealing with them yeah so now it's like it's all about i'll say the, the number one thing about comedy the way you can prevent yourself from bombing is just appearing comfortable and confident on stage yeah as long as you're cool up there you're you're you're, you're a joke to be eating shit you know but if you're confident up there, you don't give a, and it looks like you don't give a fuck. And people are laughing. You're gonna be, you're gonna be fine. It's when you start getting uncomfortable and sweaty mm. and looking down that people start looking down and getting sweaty and uncomfortable. It, it's, it's, it's a nervous energy, and then they go, oh my god, this person's like freaking out. Mm, yeah. We're freaking out for them, you know. It, they're basically seeing you die up there. It, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's hard to look at, you know. Yeah. And if people pity you, they're not gonna laugh. They just won't, you know. So. With hecklers and shit in Jersey, the car thing is true. People think we smell like shit, right, from the turnpike. People always say we, we are terrible drivers, which yeah. I really, I hear that all the time horrible when people drivers. are being dragged. Horrible on. drivers. What? Oh, suck. <laughs> horrible drivers? Yeah, yeah we're, 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 like I said, we don't, we, we gotta get, uh, we gotta get home to watch our show, you know? <laughs> Very important. Your life does not matter. I need to watch South Park really bad, okay? You're dead. I hear that all the time when I'm fucking dragging people underneath my car. They won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> I got it, dude. <laughs> it's kind of like, my whole approach was like, um, you kind of just let them, let them, let them talk, like, and listen, like, um, well, a lot of things I would do was like if they yelled something at me, I would repeat what they said, mm -hmm. so other people could hear it. And if you just buy enough time, they say something really dumb, you know. <laughs> you really but um, you just have to be a little in the moment. Like you have to like when someone interrupts the show, you have to like kind of like it's almost like you got it like you're driving and you got like a check engine light. Or whatever, or wiper fluid, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, something. You, yeah, you have to stop and see what's going on. You know, you're basically being paused by something, and you have to see what's like, what's going on here. You open the 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 trunk or the the roof of the car. You see what's going on, and you take care of it, and then you go. But I think a lot of people they get, they kind of get this, and they kind of like ignore it, or they try to say something, and then like they just don't know how to like take care of it you got if you get heckled you got to take care of it before you can kind of yeah, exactly. before you move on. yeah, yeah. ignoring it is yeah. they're either going to continue to do that or it's like gonna be weird so yeah right. that's what, yeah, and it gets weird and then it, it, it's like if people are yelling at you it's gonna bother you and once you get bothered by it um also it's weird because like when you get heckled people expect you to handle it like no one's gonna feel sorry for you yeah. of course you'll get people like shh, shh, but they only start shushing people when you start taking care of it then they start getting on your side mm -hmm. you know so i would just say like listen you have to listen when people heckle you because if you just listen there's something funny you'll be able to say or they'll kind of dig themselves a hole and you can just uh, shit on them for it um and also it just comes with experience the more you deal with hecklers the more you just kind of like learn how to the successful ways of dealing with them you can't i for me my own I, I try. I never try to get mad mm -hmm. or go right to like, get the fuck out. I try to like play along um, until it gets to the point where um, they have to leave. Yeah, like you shouldn't get but, mad at a heckler, man. They're just there to have fun, and you can just use their uh, stupidity against them and just make a joke out of it. Yeah, yeah, and those those actually make those are what like I mean, if you watch any uh, stand up clip online now, just heckler videos, people dealing with hecklers, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's actually a gift, you know. You're like someone heckles you, you can be like, "All right, there's a new viral video you're giving me," you know. Yeah. Yeah. But so, uh, yeah, I just you know listen and uh, mm -hmm. experience. Um, you've been doing comedy uh, for a lot now. I know you travel sometimes. You go different areas. Um, I know you know different crowds in different areas are different. For do you have like a favorite area that you've done comedy in, or a favorite gig so far? Um, I guess like I really like um I guess a, a favorite crowd would be like a really younger but open crowd like not mm -hmm. PC um kind of more open to comedy like there's a lot of younger crowds that are like really uptight you know mm -hmm. but if you can get a younger crowd like 
from the city that's like into comedy and like uh, gets it and is like willing to like hear you out that could be the most fun because one for I, i'm i'm younger too so i connect with them on shit yeah and um they're also just cool it's like they can take a joke um other fun crowds are like i just you know i guess like middle america type of crowds like mm. um because they just love like you know you can get filthy and they're like they're a little like they're a little dumber so you can kind of just mm. get away with like not as clever material but it's just fun like you can be up there and really rocking you know and not have to worry about having anything too uh brilliant sometimes in the city um especially when you run into like aristocratic type of folk you're like you do have to be like you have to be like very aggressive with them but you also have to come with like really smart shit you know yeah yeah I feel like every joke has its like own audience because like you can't just have like dumb jokes for like kind of like a smarter crowd compared to like like you said like a dumber crowd with like smart jokes because then people won't yeah. understand what you're trying to say yeah there are some jokes I do where like they do so well on the road and they get nothing in the city and they get nothing they just don't get as much in the city and there's some jokes I, that get a lot in the city that don't, don't do as well on the road you know mm-hmm. and my feeling is like I wouldn't like it's not about taking it personal you just you got to remember it's like you're just doing a different area with different people so you got to anticipate a different reaction if you're still getting a laugh that's great if it's not as big it doesn't mean like you're bombing you know that's something i guess i have to tell myself you know yeah like if i'm working on my anxiety chunk in fucking um the middle of pennsylvania and it's getting chuckles i'm like yeah this is good because this is not that type of crowd. None of these people have been in therapy. You know, they think I'm probably crazy mm. for talking about it. As opposed to New York, everyone's been in therapy. Everyone has anxiety. You know, everyone uh, blames their parents for how fucked up they are. <laughs> <laughs> they just get it more. You know, that's true. So I'm, I'm just wondering, do you have any hidden talents or specialties that the people should know about? Nah, dude, I'm, uh, I'm, I got no talent whatsoever. No, I said, like, maybe, really yeah, if maybe you have, like, other hobbies that you do, like, that they wouldn't expect, maybe? Um, I like to work out. That's not really a hobby, but I like to, like, stay mm-hmm. in shape. I'm very, like, conscious about, uh... I lift things up and put them down. Excuse me? I lift things up and put them down. Uh, how, my, my body, um, I think... I'm looking around to see anything. I like <laughs> baseball. I like yeah, yeah. I'm a big sports guy. How about that? Okay. I'm a big sports guy. I love baseball. I go to like a bunch of baseball games a year. I love football. Um, yeah, I listen to a lot of like like sport podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm into sneakers. Um, I uh, had a little during the quarantine. I was selling sneakers, and. Uh, you know, I, I occasionally, like, if I, you know, I, I, I like something, I'll go buy. I'll go to, like, a boutique shop and see what they have. But I'm trying to cut that. Yeah. Put my money out. for a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. But there's none of it, none of these are talents, now that I think about it. Um, I I was not very athletic. I tried to play sports as a kid. I wasn't athletic. Um, I, I I should pick up something, you know? You guys are making me uh, secure now. <laughs> so, pick up a <laughs> But yeah, you yeah. do do other things because, oh. yeah, I mean, you do write screenplays and do different things. So it's you. You already have things, you know, part of your. They're all connected to comedy yeah. for you. The other things you do. But it's weird because like you, people talk about like their hobbies, like oh, I play the piano, and then you hear them play, it's like gorgeous. But it's like if I yeah. go, my hobby is writing screenplays, and they read my screenplay. I, <laughs> it's not like the same thing. You Wait, know? What yeah, I see what you mean. What if it? you don't feel like if they yeah. like it or don't like it, then it's different. Yeah, like, I don't play any instruments, like, I don't play, like, I work out, like I said, but I don't really, like, play any sports. I, w- I mean, I would love to play, like, um, recreational, um, like, a league, like, like, a softball league, I guess. Yeah. Like, a football thing, but, um, it's tough, man, like, I, I devote so much time to my career, you know, it's like, I go out at night, do shows, and during the day, I'm, like, content, you know, or, or, or booking, and. Uh, I guess my hobby is uh, going out and uh, getting fucked up sometimes. Uh, Wouldn't your podcast be a hobby too? Because, like, I mean, it's like our hobby that we're like making a podcast like on the side just to. I think so, it's so annoying because I would tell people stuff like that, like, oh, like acting is my. And they go, no, 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 no. It can't be related to stand. Blah 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 blah. And you're like, 
who the fuck are you to tell me like what, what a hobby? <laughs> uh, if I do it on the side, like if I do it, I, it I, it's a hobby. Like people mm-hmm. always do. Oh, if you're making money off it, that's not a, that's not a hobby. I'm like, it is. Like, it is a hobby. Uh, no. Yeah, who makes the rules on that? Yeah, you do for fun. Like, I guess hobby enthusiasts like cornered that market. They're like, yeah, that's not a hobby. Like they have it like documented. It's like, oh, if you're making X amount of money, no, it's not a hobby anymore. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I think if you're just doing something. Like when you're when you want to be like I don't feel like working right now I want to get my mind off things whatever that thing is you do that, that could be your hobby drugs yeah. even if you drugs, make yeah uh. booze like whatever <laughs> dude fucking uh, strippers whatever you got cocaine cocaine's good yeah <laughs> but yeah to me too I always just thought you know your hobbies just whatever your main thing isn't could be a hobby like just because you make money from it doesn't mean it's not a hobby it just means it's not your main yeah. thing so it's just not your main thing it's not your main hustle it's not if you're making money off your hobbies that's that's fucking uh yeah great imagine someone just like yeah i uh i love them you know sign this deal for a million dollars but then it won't be my hobby Uh, i like watching tv (laughs) but someone wants to pay me for it so i I, I can't yeah i thought about that thought because i was so into sports like i i guess i have like a mediocre knowledge in baseball mm. that i could maybe like write or do something for it but um if i would make money that doesn't mean it's uh, not happy yeah of course on I'm that getting to the point now where it's like i don't make a lot of money doing stand-up so like my fucking other my other times of my life need to be devoted to making the money exactly so in yeah. terms of the Kevin Hart, um, the when you were on LOL Network, can you talk about that yeah. um opportunity you got in the experience? Did you meet the man himself? Yeah, for sure, dude. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't meet him. No, so, um, no, I didn't meet him. He, I, I think what happened was, you know, they had this idea, they did it, they just shot it in New Jersey, uh-huh. and I think he just probably, I think he just got in a studio in LA or whatever, and they just told him to read these lines, and they just it together you know <laughs> mm-hmm. i would assume that's that's how it's done i think that's I didn't get that's meet. hollywood I, right there yeah i know i mean i don't know if you know this but um the late show with colbert uh-huh. um you don't even get to see him anymore they they film a showcase and then they film him later um bringing up the comics but you, there's no actual they just film it separately like uh. him bringing the people up and the people performing they film separately so you don't get to meet meet him which, um, I mean, I didn't really, I didn't really care that much. It would have been nice to meet him, obviously, but mm-hmm. I didn't, uh, I didn't care that much. But no, it was fun. It was, uh, it was definitely cool, and I definitely think I got like a oh shit. Oh, sorry about that. No, no it's all good, man. Yeah, all fine. Girl, call me. Did I did I leave there or did, did I just look confused? No, you're still in here. Hold on, let me just yeah, take it down. Podcast. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you heard a ghost. It was so funny. Uh, <laughs> it's like, honey, get um, off the phone. I'm doing a podcast. And you just like yeet your phone out. Always does. If I don't pick up the first time she calls again, it's just like. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> that means someone's usually. Uh, uh, Yo, that means you're sauce, man. Yeah, someone hits, hits the fuck you button. It, it means it's, uh, they're busy. But um, uh, what was I saying? about Kevin Hart. Oh, mm-hmm. I, it was, it was fun. It was an experience. I got to drive an Escalade, which I'll probably never be able to do again. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I think I got a, here's the, here's what I'll say. It was fun, everything. Um, but I feel like I got a good deal out of it, which mm-hmm. doesn't happen a lot when you film shit. Yeah. Usually most times I do commercials or movies or you film it, especially for me. Cause I'm like doing like, one line or like you know yeah like you only see my fucking ear you, you, i'll be on the, the screen for like one second and like i'm cr- coughing you know or i got kicked in the nuts like it's nothing that impressive you're like oh i was on this show oh cool let me see you and it's like half a second you know exactly this one came out i'm i'm, I'm super in it on my own episode and the trailer like i'm pretty much like it's like i'm the lead role in this thing it's like mm-hmm. i'm the first person you see on the trailer there's like four trailers i mean three of them and i'm the first episode of the thing so i just got a lot of exposure and, and, and camera time that ended up making the cut for a lot of most of it oh, which that's is cool. really good because 
you know, if I tell people, hey, I'm on this thing, oh, let me check, and you, they see you immediately, it's great, you know. Yeah. People have to dig. It's kind of like, oh, you were, uh, <clears throat> you know, people are lazy. They don't want to. Yeah, you got your name, like, right on the front page of Google. Mm. Yeah, dude, it's, it, that, that's the best part. And, like, people, like, so, you know, just, the 24 people did it. And, like, off the top of my head, like, I think, like, four or five were in the trailer. But, like, I had, like, a joke in the trailer on the first episode. So I'll, I'll be very grateful for that because it just helps me in my career and, like, it's a credit. And it's, like, you know, for so long, I'd be like, oh, I just did this commercial. Let me see it. I, you know, you see what would it be like to sit down with your favorite martial arts heroes and learn from them one-on-one? Wow. On Thursday, November 5th. How do I do it? You'll have to watch and see. My fucking uh, fingernail. Oh, <laughs> you know. Oh, you did this thing. Where is it? Oh, it, you know, I'm in there for like three seconds and uh, you know, I get punched. And then I got cut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or you just get cut completely. Like, you're just exactly. dying, you know. And then, uh, you know, you're showing them the IMDb. I swear I was doing <laughs> Yeah, it, but those uh, are so long. There's so many behind-the-scenes people. So being able to quickly... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if you know if you know acting, IMDb is not that big. It's like, to the, to the regular Joe Schmo, it's like, whoa, you're an IMDb? That's a thing I use all the time to look up shit. But if you're in acting, you know it's like, you can, per, you can put yourself... You can put up your credits on there. Now they have to get approved mm -hmm. by the producer or whoever, but you can you could just make it look great up there if you really try, you know. Okay. It's like Wikipedia; you can make adjustments. Um, but it was a good experience, and uh, I'm very grateful uh, for the opportunity. And it just um, I'm I'm not I'm definitely more of a glass half uh, empty guy. Mm -hmm. I was a glass full half or a glass full empty person for a long time so i'm getting better about it but like mm -hmm. i'm so used to like these kind of things where i do things it doesn't work out or like dude one time i booked like a sony uh commercial for like mm -hmm. a christmas ad and they like the two days before they were like they emailed me or like we, we were going in a different direction creatively and they just cut me completely out so i i usually never get excited about shit auditions come up for like big netflix shows i don't even get excited i just do them and like i do the best i can but and i say this about comedy too like you can get booked for a gig but i never feel like i really have it until like i'm literally setting foot on stage you know mm -hmm. so with like the kevin hart shit it just finally felt like something actually kind of went perfect almost you know yeah. and the actual episode i didn't think it was great but this i like i, I think the trailer and shit was probably the biggest uh Make us dub, right? Uh, yeah, that was like I couldn't have asked for anything uh, <laughs> better than that. Mm -hmm. So you're yeah. a comedian. You must be a guy, you know, who watches other comedians. Who would you say is your top three or five comedians that you like to listen to? I got. I don't really. I don't really listen to. I used to listen to people more. I don't mm -hmm. listen to many people. No more. I used to like. Yeah, like when I was really new, I loved like Bill Burr. I like mm -hmm. Louis. Bill Burr. Yeah, uh, I like Bill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then the more I got into the New York scene, I was really into comics like Nick Griffin, mm -hmm. Sam Morell, um, Joe List, Mark Norman, mm -hmm. um, uh, Kevin Brennan, um, Godfrey, Greer Bar. Like, I started getting really into them. David Tell. Yeah. I, I don't think. I'm so into that. Um, uh, Lynn Coplitz, like, and now, now I'm like kind of, I'm definitely kind of finding my voice now in terms of like when I go on stage, I'm mm -hmm. not, I'm really not doing anyone anymore. I'm just really just talking. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, if I know someone, like, if those guys I just mentioned or girls um, put out something, I would definitely take a look, but I'm not like always listening. I like going to the actual clubs. Yeah. Seeing people. Mm. Definitely a much better. Fun. Yeah, it's way better. I like seeing how I like seeing how like professionals too were like um work a crowd, you know. Yeah. If, if a crowd odd, if a crowd shitty, just seeing how they work through it, you know. That I find so I'm I am i am I'm I'm obviously listening to what there's the material. I'm more stretched watching like someone working. Uh, of course. I'm trying to kind of soak in knowledge, you know. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, that's the whole yeah. point of comedy. You're trying to just still improve your uh, your jokes and your comedy. So all the time, man, and it's it's tough, you know. Definitely. You, you get the laughs, but then, like, I told I uh, I was I, I was just I said this on the podcast I did before, my own podcast. Um, like yesterday, I was at the comic strip, and. I just got in my head about my material because I've been, it's new material that I've been doing um, on the road. I'm like, and now I'm in New York with like Upper East Side kind of, you know, smarty, rich people. Yeah. I'm thinking like, God, I've been doing this for like people with no teeth and like, you know, like they're, you know, stupid and like, Mm -hmm. you know, like dick, you know, laugh at dick and uh, Asian stereotypes. Like, are these people going to be into it, you know? Um, it's not, so that's, it's just like, um, it's, uh, I forgot my whole point here, but it's just, uh, self-building material. It's all good, man. Yeah. I see what you mean, doing the different jokes, getting better. And I did notice that also when actually going to shows, when you watch something like, you don't see the crowd, when you're actually in the crowd, it is like cool seeing like how they have to do those interactions, deal with all the issues that come with yeah. that. Yeah. That's why watching yourself is very important, you know, mm-hmm. like. And then working on that, uh, how to how to perform. For for a long time, it was just like, oh, I just do my jokes, and then then it got to a point where I'm like, oh, I gotta like perform, yeah. you know, like I gotta like move around, like uh, uh, I don't know, move my make sure my hand doesn't look weird, mm. you know, uh, my eye, like facial expressions, like what's what's a funny facial expression that I do, um, um, so that all goes into it too. The performance aspect is. Mm. Uh, probably just as important because if you're a funny performer you can sell a, a joke a lot better you know definitely yeah, of course you know, like, a guy like Sebastian Menescalco like he has these on paper his jokes are not like probably wouldn't be funny at all they probably just seem like someone complaining on a Yelp review <laughs> um, but if you see him live the way he does it and performs it it's fucking hilarious you know yeah yeah but yeah it's a lot different with those two and then I, I noticed that a lot more too when you realize the energy and what they bring to a stage. You you really look back on it sometimes and be like, yeah, like what he actually said wasn't really funny. It was just the way he did it, which is yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's all about the, the t- delivery. Yeah, but you know that's the type of comedian too. Some people are you know monotoned and they just have funny jokes. Some people like they don't have they're not the jokes themselves weren't that funny, but just the personality and how they hyped them up is just just better. Yeah. So. I love someone that, that I love I love someone that's like saying really impactful, funny, groundbreaking, creative shit that also has a like Bill I always thought Bill Burr I thought was that too. He I mean Bill Burr it's like Yeah, he's very good. He's a, he, yeah, he does a lot of act outs. He's doing voices, he's fucking uh, uh sweating up there, he's you know, performing dude. He he's 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 doing act outs all the time and but his stuff is also brilliant too, if it's not just um him being ridiculous, you know. Mm. That's cool having the the like mix of the both. guy that's more like, was that? No, I said it's cool having a mix of both, though. You know. I think it's, those are the funniest comics, the people who are just, you know, Joe Rogan's great too in that. He, he's, I mean, he's the so many. I, he's, he'll, he'll fall on the stage. He'll be upside down on stage. Yeah, Joe Rogan's going nuts on stage, man. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's really mm. just bold, jack dude. It, it reminds me of uh, Eric Andre when he does this stuff. Because Eric Andre is always like on some shit and he just does not care. He he can do whatever. He'll probably get naked on stage and just like run around and people will just like laugh about it. That's how you got to be, man. You're just free and, uh, you know, it's just fun. Mm-hmm. The very cool thing. So, yeah. Uh, what else did you have for him? No, that was pretty much it. That's been like 50-something minutes of us talking. So, um, but hey, it didn't, it didn't feel that long to me. No, it didn't feel know, that long at all. A lot of yeah. stuff. Honestly, I will say, I will say, I was honestly surprised that you followed me on Instagram because I was like, I, I don't know like any big comedian. So I was like, all right, this is pretty cool. And then when I looked at yourself, I was like, all right, this guy's actually pretty funny. And then like, I actually like watched some of his stuff. I was like, this is pretty good. I mean, I can obviously tell it's been like, like a lot of practice and time for you, but I feel like your jokes are pretty yeah. good. Hmm. Thanks, man. I'm, I'm, I'm trying and um, like, um, I appreciate you saying that, and um, it's very nice. It's humbling. I'm only, I'm just, like, 
I was working at this comedy club last week, and the guy asked me how long. I, this comedy club, Uncle Vinny's. Oh, cool, Vinny's. They, um, the guy was like, how long have you been doing comedy? I'm like, it'll be seven years next month, August. So two months now. Mm-hmm. He goes, whoa, really? I thought you at least 10 years, which is an, it's definitely a compliment. Um, but yeah, it, you know, if, um, I'm still new, man. I'm still kind of like a, like, I'm not a baby. I'm maybe like a teenager now. Yeah. In comedy. Mm-hmm. Still a lot of things are working. Like I was at the, like I told you, I was at the comic strip yesterday and I was in my head about, you know, my material and shit, which, you know, if, if I'm more into it, uh, I really wish I wasn't, but. Um, I'm still learning a lot, man. But it's nice to see that, like, it appears like uh, I'm uh, doing better than I am. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Very cool as well. I just gotta take the compliment. Yeah, I, I did see the right. video of you when you had. The, that's why I brought up hecklers because you had the heckler about uh about Trump and uh, that that one. I watched that whole clip. So yeah, it was yeah. funny. You were composed the whole time with the heckling, and you know you just yeah. approached it the right way. So in in a funny way too. So. I thought that was really uh cool yeah that's a good you know if ever if anyone like is wondering how to deal with the heck just watch that video i mean i literally let that guy run, run, run your whole track. show right? exactly that guy is just literally like just he's hammered he's, he's just dumb and he's just saying the dumbest shit it's just like i don't have to do anything like i'm just commentating basically uh, you know and um being cool like like just you know just uh yeah it's like i said it's all about uh confidence on stage anything you're on a date confidence mm. you know on stage confidence um that's all it is. as long as you're composed and comfortable um you got a big part of it down and then it's, you know having good material and you know all the other shit very cool though so yeah this is uh, uh this has been your host mo been already this is a uh, James yeah James and uh, Camacho Camacho yep this has been episode uh, 15 on the podcast mm-hmm. so uh, I'm about to sign off with my boy so quit making excuses get on your grind thank you for coming on man yeah thanks man I appreciate it Dude, thanks for having me. When is it going to come out? Um, so I'm currently in the middle of editing uh, a podcast that's going to come out this Friday. So hopefully by next Friday. So July 2nd. Yeah. So next Friday, it should be out. Not down this one week. Uh, yeah. Next week, Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah, dude. Send it to me. I'll promote it. And um, are you doing vid- uh, video too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we this is both. video and audio. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I, I record the well, Zoom. Yeah, I edit everything. I do all the editing yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah, if you have any clips that you're gonna post, send it to me. Um, if I, you know, if I like them, I'll I'll put them on my page. I'll definitely put the on my YouTube page. Um, mm-hmm. this, uh, I'll the podcast. Uh, you send me. Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. Thank you. Got you, man. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Great talk. No, of course, you too, man. Yeah, you too, have man. a great one. Peace out. Later.